Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Wasp Basketball Weekly. This is the show that takes an inside look at the Emory Henry men's and women's basketball program featuring the head coaches Ben Thompson and Jacqueline Dickens. I'm your host, Khalil Shakir, here with co-host Matt Spencer. We are finally back into the swing of things. I know we had some snow days going on here, a lot of snow and ice on the road, so I hope you stayed warm and stayed safe. Uh, but again, we are finally back. We are in the swing of conference now, so that means... Wednesday and Saturday, conference games. We are only conference schedule now, so no more outside teams, just us and SAC opponents. Uh, the women's team is currently sitting eighth in the standings, which means they are in prime position to be in the conference tournament. Of course, they will have to rack up some wins. They are currently sitting ahead of a lot of people, uh, including Mars Hill, Limestone, UVA Wise, and Tusculum, with 11 conference games left for the women's team. It'll be time to lock in and grab some important wins down the stretch. Coach, we are happy to have Coach Dickens here today uh, to sit down and chat with us for a bit. Coach, thanks for coming in. How are you doing today? Doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to be here. Uh, again, as Coach K mentioned, back into the swing of things. Um, you know, you and your team, again, currently um, sitting tied for eighth in the sack standings at this point in the season. You know, it must feel good to know that you're in a prime fighting position to make the conference tournament. How do you, how do, how do you and your girls feel about where you guys are at right now? Um, I think with the sack, it's just so hard to, you know, middle of the season to know exactly where you're at, whether you're tied for eighth or, you know, you could win a few games and other people went, lose a couple or win a couple and you could get, either go up or go down just that mm-hmm. quick. Um, so I think we're just going game by game, um, really trying to stay 500, like every game. Um, if we go under 500, get back to 500, or if we go above, just to stay right there. Um, so just going to game to game, and we know that any team can beat any team in the sack. You know, Mars Hill may be below us, but they beat LMU just recently. I mean, you just never know. So um, going into every game, if they're above us, thinking we could be that one that upsets them, but also know if they're below us, we got to uh, play like we're capable of to not let that, that game that we need slip away. Yeah, and you had two really big conference wins against Tusculum in the month of January. I think Bree Arbor ended up having, what, 38 one game and 33, so she obviously uh, played really well as well as the rest of your girls. You know, how do those games specifically, when you sweep a team, to me it, it feels good to know no matter where they are at at the standings, when you sweep a team it, it gives you guys some good confidence. How does this propel your team to make a run towards the end of the year? Yeah, again, those that game, that team we knew we needed to – win those two games that we were capable of winning those two games and um that that was the only option was to win against Tusculum both games um you know Bree had big games both those games but just the way our our lineup um they had to put a smaller person on her and you have to choose between her or Emma to put the smaller one on mm-hmm. either way Whoever you choose is going to go off, I think. Um, We had 28 assists and 24 assists both those games, and that just says that we got the ball to the people who could score, and um, that's what's important is we're playing team ball. Even though somebody may have scored 38 points, we're playing team ball. Now, speaking of Brie Arbor, she is currently fourth in our league in scoring, averaging about 18 points a game. Uh, You just talked about a 38-point game where she broke our school record in scoring. Mm -hmm. Uh, How important is she to this team? Very important. I think she's just really hard to guard. She's just so versatile, you know, can hit the three. Mid-range is just deadly. Um, and then she can, you know, if you put, again, put a smaller 
player on her, she can score above. And just where we have so many threats, I think uh, it's hard to focus. You can't just focus on her. You have to focus on Emma and Grayson and Hannah and Mimi as well. And so it's eventually going to open up somebody. And so Breeze had the points recently, but we just, I think, get her the ball when in the right time where she can score. So that's key. Yeah, from from the games that I've been able to watch in person, it seems like defenses on the other team are having tough times, you know, guarding your group. I see a couple times where, you know, they play man-to-man defense and they switch up in a zone. Is that typically new for you from what you've been in your coaching history, or is that something that you've always had to kind of go against where teams do make that adjustment mid-game? Because, again, it seems like you girls are scoring kind of at will and have the freedom to score in different uh, against different defenses, is that something that you're used to? Yeah, I think um, a few years ago when we were really successful in the ODAC, we had same thing. Our, our two guard was a five ten guard that could also post up if she got a smaller defender on her. And I really like players that are versatile that can play the three. They could play the five, and um, I think that's what makes you hard to guard. Um, we are hard to guard. That's we just got to be better at guarding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that that would be, that would help things. But um, I do think offensively we're hard to guard. Even coming off the bench, we have players that can step in and have a, a you know leading scoring game. Um, so just the versatility of uh, our our players. You know, a five, our five player can step out and hit a three, and that's big. Though back in the day when I played coach, I uh, I may have told you this. I had one three in my career, so I, I wish shot. I wish my coach would have uh, let me shoot as many threes as as you let your girls do. But I'm sure they're better shooters than me. So it's well, okay. we pra- I mean they they probably get tired. Some of the bigger girls get tired of shooting the threes in practice all the time. But we we take a lot of shots in practice, and so yeah. if they, you can't if you can't hit the three, then we probably didn't recruit you. So. Yeah. <laughs> Now, we have a tough one coming up with Carson Newman. I know the game didn't go as well as we wanted to the first time. Uh, what has changed in the game plan for Carson Newman this for this game? Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, their press uh, is what we struggled with there. Um, and we knew it going into it. I, I think um, Anderson's press is very similar, and we had a – decent time against that we we were fine against it Saturday hopefully that gives us some confidence we've seen or we'll see what what we did wrong against their press um and just uh and it's always hard to play at Carson Newman I think second time around too Mm -hmm. coming back to our place we'll have a better advantage yeah with two upcoming home games versus Carson Newman on Wednesday as well as Newberry on Saturday uh, in your opinion, are those two games that are essentially must win games uh, to stay in contention for the sack tournament for sure um, again at home we have we do so well at home we have a great support and um, I think just a little more confidence and obviously that's something another another goal is to be successful at home so I'm gonna have to play ready Wednesday and then again Newberry I feel like that's a that's a must win um, that we got to know uh, we're capable of winning and should. Now talking to some of the players around the league I've heard that our place is a hard place to play that a lot of teams don't like coming here so that's always good to have that environment here that yeah. people it's, don't like to play at. Yeah, it's so. the train, man. The train when it gets <laughs> hooting and hollering at, you know, as a free throw shot. It's, it's yeah. a tough tough thing to do. Absolutely. It should be that way at home. So it's, I'm glad to hear that. 
Now you changed again. I know we talked about it earlier in some of the earlier episodes uh, with pressing uh, this year. How is that going for y'all so far? Surprisingly, it's been good. Um, I'm not sure we do it accurately all the time, um, <laughs> but we are long um, and we do play hard. So I think that's ends up even if you're in the wrong place, um, our length and you know how are we play is what makes the difference. Um, but once you've figured out how to be depressed, then it's obviously Saturday, same thing. We we pressed, and they got layup after layup. And so they figured out a way to beat it, and um, we didn't we didn't adjust. So, uh, But it has been helpful for us. I think it gets us going and gets us playing hard from the jump. Now, watching y'all play against Carson Newman, that was one of the similarities that I kind of saw between y'all. Uh, like Carson Newman pressed all game, and then yeah. – like kind of how we press. I saw a lot of similarities between because y'all are both long and both shot the ball pretty well. So it was kind of nice to kind of see that, like kind of that progression between the two teams. I thought y'all were very similar in that way. The difference, like we we go back into a zone and would love to be able to press and go back to zone or man. Carson Newman goes back into a man. Um, So that's the one thing we need to adjust is being able to also play man. Coaches, uh, again, thank you for taking a little bit of time to chat with us, with us. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the listeners out there ahead of our um, two home games coming up Wednesday and Saturday? Uh, Saturday's alumni game, so um, I'll be reaching out this week to all those former players. Hopefully um, already have it planned on the, on their calendar, but would love to have a good crowd there. Also doing a We Backpack game um, for all-timers awareness. Uh, so... Uh, would love to, you know, wear purple if you uh, if you have it. Um, come out Saturday for both those themes. Coach, I had a purple polo, but I think my fiance made me throw it out. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have to go buy a new purple shirt, but yeah. we'll be looking for one. <laughs> yeah, even I guess you could do orange too. If you have orange, but I might have some orange nearby. Yeah. Even the Carolina blue, it's it's a it's a color for uh, Pat Summit. You know, okay. the, with Lady Bob's, they are orange and baby blue, so yeah. um, maybe you can work. I can get away that. with this polo, then yeah, that you works. Yeah, that one. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I think you need to find that purple polo. So get the purple out there. <laughs> At the goodwill, probably, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But no, Coach, thank you for coming in as usual, and we always love having you here. Appreciate it. Thanks, Coach. See you soon. All right. At Food Country USA, local sourcing is a top priority, providing customers with local products since 1914. Food Country USA has taken pride in providing quality service and value to our neighbors from the farm. We are now joined by head men's basketball coach Ben Thompson. Coach, how are you? Doing all right. How are you guys? Good. Doing pretty good. Can't complain. So, Coach, again, thanks for coming in, uh, chatting with us today, uh, talking about us, where we're at with the SAC standings. Uh, we're currently sitting tied for last, obviously not where we see ourselves, but um, in my opinion, I think as all the coaches as well, we're still playing very hard and you know, we still have a chance to make the tournament, which is to me the most important thing. Uh, what is the biggest challenges that you've seen so far uh, with this group and with this team? Yeah, I think just uh, inconsistency. Um, so, you know, there's uh, our team right now, I feel like is a little bit like my golf game. You know, like one day I'll drive it well, one day I'll putt it well. <laughs> you know, it's the same for us. You know, one day we don't turn it over and move the ball well and don't defend well. Or, you know, some days we'll 
defend better than others, and offensively we're not moving the ball, and we're not crashing, and we're not scoring. And so I think this cha- this team has a chance to be really good when we can kind of put the whole pieces together. And uh, you know, to this point, we've just yet to do so. Yeah, we saw that definitely against a team like Catawba that was ranked top twenty-five in the country, where we thought we played a whole uh, you know almost forty minutes of really good basketball. Um, and I think you mentioned a good, really good point of now we just have to put it all together uh, in one game where we're doing all the little things really well. I know injuries have been a big part of the season so far this year. I know with Patrick uh, going down, uh, Drum being out, Kevin Taylor being down. So I know this has been a big part of our season, but how significant are those three, uh, losing those three this year for us? Yeah, I mean, I think it's significant. I mean, anytime you lose, you know, three potential starters, you know, that's that's challenging. You know, Jake was out for a bit, and, um, you know, we've had other guys kind of in and out of the lineup based on injuries and kind of some other things. And so, I mean, I do I do think it impacts us, but I'm not going to, you know, I, I think we got to have a next man up type mentality and um, and just kind of approach it from that, from that angle. And speaking of that next man up mentality uh... – with those guys being out, what have you seen from other guys stepping up and playing significant minutes? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's a little bit like my golf game. You know, there's some days where some guys play – well, let me let me back up. My golf game is not very good at times. <laughs> you know, like – and what I mean by that is, like, some days I'll drive well or some days I'll – my irons will be good, but I can't putt, you know, or some days I can't get off the tee box, you know, and I'm making, you know, eight to ten footers all over the place. So – uh, when I say that, I just mean that like I feel like this team has way more potential than my golf game, but you know we we just are not consistent. And so same thing with some of those other guys. You know, there's been games where you know JD's played really well, and there's been others where he hasn't. You know, there's been games where Keyshawn and Jackson have stepped up, and and there's other games where they haven't. You know, and so we're not getting consistent production uh, across the board really from anybody you know there's times when Jalen and Gabe play well and Jake play well and Marshall plays well and Cade plays well and then there's games where you know it seems like they disappear you know to his credit I think probably our most consistent player has been Amari Curley you know when you have one guy that you know what you're going to get every night from you know that's it's not um you know where I would like to be I'd like to know all right no matter you know, come heck or high water, I know this guy's going to get 10 and 8, or this guy's going to rebound, or this guy's going to block out, or this guy's going to fly around, and, and right now we just don't have that. Coach, recently, uh, to start this new semester, we've been going through a, tr- uh, a stretch of, you know, tough games. Obviously, Catawba, Tusculum, you know, Carson Newman, Anderson, you know, all of have been losses, but what specifically have you learned about this month of January and this team? That there's flashes. You can take all those games. Tusculum, you know, let's start back from the semester. Like you mentioned, Tusculum at home, you know, we're up seven with five minutes to go. We lose. Catawba, it's tied with, you know, a minute to go. They're 23rd ranked team in the country. We lose by four. Um, I'm trying to think in order. I guess the next one was Carson Newman maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, at Carson Newman, we're either up one at half or yep. we're down one at half, you know, like we're there. You know, and even deep into the second half, 14 minutes to go, you know, it's it's a one-possession game. You know, and then I think I think we were off that following weekend, you know, and then Tusculum again. You know, they came out the gate strong, and, uh, you know, I think we battled back and cut it to like six or eight. You know, so you're right there again against Anderson. You know, it was a four-point game with 10 or 12 minutes to go, whatever, whatever the timing was. So, 
you know, there's flashes. We're just not finishing. We're not completing. It's like we we get we take a sigh of relief, like oh, we're in it, and we take a big deep breath, and the other team kind of goes on a big run. And so we've got to try to prevent having that sigh of relief. You know, we we should have the expectation to win every game, not that oh, we're in a game. And so, you know, we've got to be better about finishing and, and competing throughout the whole 40 minutes. And now we get a chance at a revenge game uh, against Carson Newman. We host them this Wednesday. Uh, what can we expect, you know, something uh, from this game that we didn't have a chance to do when we played at their place? Yeah, I think anytime you play somebody a second time, you get to kind of, you know, go back to the drawing board and make some adjustments. I mean, I'd be shocked if it's not a high-scoring game for, for both teams. Both teams play with a pretty high pace. and and uh, score pretty well. So, you know, we'll have to make some some adjustments to some of the stuff they do. I'm sure they'll have some counter punches for what we're doing. Um, but it's just kind of a big chess match or, you know, in some ways checkers. Try to make it simple. <laughs> checkers is a little bit more simpler than uh, than chess, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, getting back at home obviously feels good, finally. It's not having to be on the road. Uh, we have Carson Newman this Wednesday and then Newberry Saturday. Um, Newberry's game against Saturday being Alumni Day, what can we expect kind of turnout-wise from our alums and then, two from the game? Yep. Uh, I want to back up just real quick because we are also having a blue out uh, on Wednesday night for Carson Newman, uh, and I think uh, maybe Food Country is going to be there, uh, and so that will be good. Uh, so this Saturday, it's our Alumni Day, as you mentioned. Royal Farms is a sponsor. and you know, Make sure you come out so you get to see their chicken mascot. <laughs> I think they're going to be throwing out some uh, – some little, uh, I don't know, stuffed animals or squeaky toys or, or whatever. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Jason Taylor I've known for a long time. He's Newberry's coach. He's a really good guy, does a really good job there. You know, that'll be another battle. I think, you know, we are honoring the 1993 team that went to the Sweet 16. So I think a lot of those guys are coming back. But, you know, for those alums who weren't on that team, you know, it's still an alumni day for you just because your team maybe isn't getting honored this year. Uh, and so hopefully we'll have a lot of former players come back. Uh, hopefully we'll we'll get a good win and and be able to kind of uh, attack Newberry's point zone that they play. Yeah, I know I'll definitely be. Uh, it's my scout coming up, so I know we'll be watching a little bit of extra film for that game. Uh, they lost a couple important players beginning of the year. You know, Coach. Outside of you know, I, I've mentioned um, you know injuries. Obviously, Coach K has mentioned that being you know a difficult part that we have to deal with. But we still been, have been playing really well with essentially 11 games left all sack games hopefully you know we still play LMU twice play Catawba again you know we've talked about kind of for us flipping the switch and being a team that just puts it all together like we can do uh, what do you think it'll take from those guys specifically uh, on our roster for that to, to happen I think it's going to take some internal humility and for them to have a servant leader approach whereas I'm putting my teammates before myself mm-hmm. Not that you're never going to shoot the ball, but if my teammate has a better shot, I'm going to give him the shot. You know, if uh, you know, being a servant leader has a lot of different characteristics to it, but it's it's doing the small things and the small disciplinary things. You know, like if I'm supposed to go off a ball screen, it means that I go off the ball screen. I don't turn it down, or I change sides of the floor, or I communicate on defense, or I've got ball, or I've got basket, or I'm on the helpline. You know, and you know, a lot of those are basketball-related things, but it's also an internal mindset of being a servant leader where you're humble enough to do what needs to be done to help out the greater good. 
And so that's kind of a definition of a servant leader, whether it just be basketball or in life in general. And so we're going to have to be humble uh, internally and be more servant leaders uh, with how we approach the game. And not to make this biblical, but it's in the Bible it says God gives you vision in the valley and not on the mountaintop. Uh, with this season being a tough season, obviously, what have you learned kind of internally with yourself kind of going through this season? And what has this season kind of taught you as a coach? Yeah, it's it's really challenged my, not my faith, but it's challenged a lot of things about me. Uh, I've had to kind of do a lot of soul searching and, you know, I think uh, God is testing me and challenging me. Um, and so my, uh, in my prayer life and in, in my life in general, the thing that I've kind of been telling God is, you know, because I think he's been telling me, and again, you can have whatever view you want on your faith, but I think the Lord's been speaking to me about, you know, well, when you're in the valley, you talk to me a lot more, you pray a lot more, but when you're on the mountaintop, sometimes you don't do that. And so my challenge has been, Lord, you know, when I'm in the valley, I'm going to talk to you. But I think this has challenged me also that when we get to the mountaintop, because we're going to get there, mm-hmm. when we get to the mountaintop, that I'm not going to, I'm not going to forget the valley. I'm going to continue to pray and continue to seek the Lord's face and continue to seek his will. And, and so I appreciate that question because uh, it allows me to open up about my faith in Jesus Christ a little bit. But um, I think that's where the Lord's kind of been working on my heart this year. Love to hear that, Coach. Uh, is there any other message or anything else you want to say to the listeners out there? Wasp Nation. <laughs> the semester ended at Thanksgiving. <laughs> we are back in full force. We need the King Center popping. Mm-hmm. So we need you there. We need you loud and proud. You know, I know football comes out a lot, women's basketball, volleyball, soccer, baseball, regular student body. We need everybody out, everybody to be loud. It's going to be an exciting game Wednesday and Saturday. Come help us get two dubs. And let's go win 11 in a row and then go win this conference tournament. Let's go do it. Let's do it. Coach, of course, we always appreciate having you in here and stopping by to talk to us about basketball. You know that's our favorite sport, obviously. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Sorry I broke the mic stand in the middle of the interview. <laughs> yeah, if you do, if y'all do not know this, Coach did break the mic in the middle of the interview. So the mic stand. Mic trying stand. to uh, attach it back as we're talking. We're good here. now, though, I think. I think we got it fixed. <laughs> Good deal, Coach. Again, thank you, and uh, good luck to you. Obviously, we'll be right by you uh, Wednesday and Saturday, but good luck to you and the team this weekend. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Locally owned and operated since 1914, Food Country USA provides customers quality and value with products sourced from farms in our regions. From the farm to our stores to your table. Food Country USA. Again, just want to say thank you to Coach Dickens and Coach Thompson for taking the time to chat with us. I know consistently uh, we've interviewed other players and coaches, so you know I think it's always good to get a chance to hear from the head coaches, Khalil, um, us being both assistants on the men's team, and honestly, some days it feels like we're you know assistants for just the basketball program in general on both sides. Uh, it's it's yeah. fun to see how supportive. I think speaking selfishly, me and you are obviously big supporters of the women's program, and. You know, we're close with all their coaching staff and obviously how close we are to our team. So, you know, I think we know more than anyone outside of the head coaches what goes on between the lines and outside the lines of both programs. So now is 
for me a chance to get to ask you a question and if you want to ask me a question you're more than welcome to just about the team um speaking on obviously the men or the women's program is you know sitting right at about 500 so they're obviously having a little bit more success than the men's program uh khalil i would say unfiltered but i know we're on the radio so we can't be <laughs> as much unfiltered as we'd like as coaches but in your opinion you know what have you seen so far from you know i guess both programs and if you do want to go into detail a little bit about the men's team obviously the floor is yours uh well let's get the easy one out of the way i'll start with the women's team um the women's <laughs> team they they've been playing really well i mean they've played together Obviously, they have a few stars in their team. Uh, Brianna Brianna Yarbers has been having a phenomenal year. Uh, Emma Centora has also having a phenomenal year. She's she looks better. She's been playing better. She's been on top of her game this year. Mm-hmm. Of course, Hannah, Mimi, all of them have been good and consistent this year. Uh, I've liked the freshmen they've brought in. I think they kind of definitely give that spark that's needed coming off the bench. Yeah. Of course, they're not as consistent because they're freshmen, obviously, right. so they have a lot of learning to do. Uh, but as freshmen, they are exactly what you want them to be. They're eager. They're learning. They're high, ener- they're high energy. I mean, they're exactly what you want them to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of them are coachable. Yeah. And that's one thing as freshmen you don't always get. Yeah. Sometimes as freshmen they come in there, oh, I know this. I, I know it all. And And – they're not like that. They come in and, hey, coach, how can I do this better? What what can I do about this? Hey, coach, this move I messed up on, what can I do? Like, they're really, really wanting to learn how to be better basketball players. And I think they're really bought into what Coach D and Coach Ash and, and JK are doing, uh, and that's led to a lot of success for them this year. Yeah, and so. it makes the coach's job so much easier, too, when you have a group of girls or guys, for that matter, who are very coachable. Um, you know, I know that's essentially when I played in college, I thought all of our guys that we played with were extremely coachable. Um, you know, we listened and ran and did all those things that we needed to do. You know, however, on, on the men's side, it seems like we're we're having some issues with, I'll call it execution. I think we do have enough coaching to the point where, you know, what we're doing is not monotonous by any means, but like we're, we're trying to build good habits and it just seems like we're having a tough time doing the little things really well. You know, like we talk about boxing out, sprinting in transition, talking on defense, which is, you know, something we do not do a good job of. What What is it, Cleo, that you think has led to some of those issues where me and you and Coach Thompson as well try to preach and, and teach, but we're just not getting those little things done? I mean, and again, it comes to buying in. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times – you you gotta you gotta buy in as a full program. Every from from player one to player sixteen, seventeen, nineteen, whatever, however many you got on your team, everybody has to be bought in as a program, uh, and it includes the staff as well. If if people aren't bought into what you're trying to do, there's always going to be a hole. Right. And that hole, as you continue to lose, starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And every loss makes the hole kind of it, like it makes it spread it's like a disease yeah and well we call it we like to call it a cancer yeah yeah. so every every time you have a cancer on your team it if you lose it continues to grow yeah for sure so do i say we have a cancer i wouldn't say we have a cancer but everybody's not bought into what we're trying to do and that shows sometimes mm-hmm. now again we're one of the most talented teams in the league 
We just don't know how to quite play hard for 40 minutes yet. Yeah. We don't know how to do every little thing in the minor disciplines that it takes to be successful. Yeah. We weren't, everybody on our team wasn't taught how to win. Hmm. And that is one of the minor skills that you think everybody should know Yeah, that everybody doesn't. And that's one of the things that we don't have yet. But we're getting there. We are getting there. Yeah, this is a perfect time to say uh, we may miss one of our seniors who transferred, Malcolm Morgan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That guy was a leader throughout, um, you know, and and losing, you know, your senior point guard, Patrick Antonelli, a guy who we expected to, you know, lead this group by his play. You know, as Coach Thompson said, next man up, and that's what we expect uh, to do for the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, I think the season is good for us. you got to learn how to lose before you learn how to win. Good point. This is good for us. Again, we'll turn it around, but we'll get there. Yes, we again, will. everybody, this has been Wasp Basketball Weekly. We thank y'all for tuning in with us, and we will see y'all again next week. Uh, y'all have a great Monday. Have a great week.